Hello, hello, and welcome to the Healthy Be Human podcast. My name is Callie. I'm your podcast host, and I'm so excited to have you here today listening to today's episode. Oh my gosh, you guys, it is such a good day. It's a good day to have a good day, and I hope you are feeling really, really good today. If not, no worries. I am about to help you brighten your mood. So we always start off our episodes with a little self-check-in. Think of the self-check-in like a moment to just check in with yourself and see how you're doing, see how you're feeling, and set some goals and some challenges for yourself to feel your best, okay? So wherever you are, if you're walking, if you're driving, if you're sitting, I want you to just take a nice deep four count, inhale through your nose, growing super tall in your spine, feeling that love and confidence flowing into your body with your breath. And then on your exhale, open your mouth and just sigh out, letting go of any tension, any stress, just release. And then wherever you are, I want you to just take a moment and ask yourself, how am I feeling today? Maybe you're feeling a little stressed. Maybe you're feeling really good. Whatever you're feeling, just start to become aware of it. And then I want you to ask yourself, why do I feel like this? Maybe something happened in your day. Maybe nothing happened at all. Sometimes we just wake up feeling weird or feeling amazing. So just become aware. And now I want you to ask yourself, What is something that I'm doing in my life right now that is not bringing me that best self energy? Maybe it's a habit that you've been doing and it just isn't making you feel good. Or maybe you've just kind of fallen into weird just mindset patterns. Just start to think about it. And now I want you to ask yourself, how can I make this bad habit, replace it with a good habit? So what's something you can do in your life to basically crowd out whatever this habit is that hasn't been great for you? And now I want you to ask yourself, have I stood up in the past 60 minutes? If you haven't, you know the drill. If you can stand up wherever you are, stand up, shake out the legs, shake out the arms, and then sit back down or keep standing, whatever you're feeling, you guys. And now ask yourself, have I drank water in the past 30 minutes? If you have not, grab your water with me. I have my water bottle and we're going to chug in three, in two. Let's hydrate our hot bods. Cheers to that, my queen. All right. Oh, feeling so hydrated, you guys. I chugged, not chugged. I just drank a coffee and I haven't drank coffee in like two weeks and I literally felt the dehydration today. So, If you've been chugging coffee or whatever, make sure you're extra hydrating your body. If you ever need a little hydration hack, I love putting electrolytes in my water. I like Liquid IV and Noon are my two favorite brands for that. Okay, moving on, moving on. I want you to ask yourself, okay, what is something that I wish I was feeling right now or doing in my day-to-day life that I'm not currently? Maybe it's feeling more motivated or consistent or... I don't know, just be more positive. It can be like, those are some examples. And now ask yourself, what is something I can do to get a little bit closer to adding that into my life? Like what's the first step you can take to adding that habit or emotion or feeling or whatever it is into your life? And finally, I want you to finish off the self-check-in by telling yourself one affirmation, something that you truly love about yourself. So think of an affirmation like a truth, telling yourself, I am beautiful inside and out and saying it out loud, saying it with confidence, saying it because you know it's true. Affirmations are literally so powerful. And 
I just, you guys, I, whenever I'm feeling low, saying affirmations and basically if like I'm struggling with feeling worthy, I literally will just say it out loud, I am worthy. And I will say it with such truth and such just power that it makes me feel worthy. So that's like a little tip I have for you. If you're ever feeling like weird or like not super confident, affirmations are so key. And not to like plug my studio, but I have a ton of workouts on Sweaty Studio. It's an app and a website. It's a Pilates studio. I have workouts that I blend with affirmations. So go check those out if you're needing some affirmation ideas and some movement ideas because we're currently in our spring growth Pilates program for April. And these workouts are packed with affirmations and I have meditations too. So go check it out. I'll have that link in the show notes below so you can join. I'm currently doing a free month for everyone who's new to the studio. So definitely go check that out. Um, and yeah. Okay. So hope you're feeling really good after a little check-in. I'm like out of breath, you guys. I, like I said, I drank coffee today for the first time in like two weeks. And honestly, I am kind of like, I don't know. I kind of am not sure if I'm vibing with coffee anymore. It's so weird because I, I mean, this is like always what happens though when you stop drinking coffee after a while and then you restart, your body's not used to the caffeine. And I just feel like that weird like jitteriness and just kind of like, I don't know, I guess anxious energy is the word. So I've been on a fast from caffeine. I felt called by God to stop drinking it a couple weeks ago and I just, I just stopped drinking it. And then today I had a coffee from my favorite little acai bowl carts in Florida and I got it's like bullet coffee so it has I think it's like MCT oil in it and coconut milk and it's so good but my body's feeling a little weird so anyways that's where I'm at today on the energy level but you guys today's episode is gonna be a really really deep and really hopefully powerful I'm gonna share my testimony today so I feel like a little bit nervous about that maybe that's why I feel like this weird kind of like my heart's like beating really fast and typically when I record the episodes I'm like very chill and like so laid back but I'm gonna like try to like kind of calm myself down so we're all best friends so I have nothing to worry about Before we get into my testimony though and have a little heart to heart, I want to kind of give you guys some life updates because I know you guys love to like kind of hear what's going on in in my life (laughs) and (laughs) you guys, I mentioned, I don't know when it was, I mentioned I have been getting into surfing. So one of my goals for 2023 was to become a surfer girl. I've always wanted to surf, but I've always been afraid to surf. So I took a lesson a couple weeks ago and then yesterday I surfed for the second time of my life and it was like, oh my gosh, it was so frustrating, you guys. My patience was super mega tested because the water, if you're a surfer and you've surfed before, I'll try to explain this for anyone who hasn't surfed because I'm super new to it still that I'm like, I don't even know the lingo, but basically when the water is really choppy and the waves are coming really quickly, like there's like a certain amount of time between each wave. So when you have more time between the waves, it's easier for like getting out further out in the ocean because you're not having waves like constantly like pushing into your face and trying to push you back towards the shore if that makes sense so yesterday it was super super choppy and the waves were coming like every five seconds and it was really hard to get out there and I found myself getting super frustrated I was literally like on I I, okay this is kind of embarrassing but I started crying because I was so frustrated and I was just like I stood up on the first my first lesson but like I can't even get out here today like what's my problem so I started being really mean to myself I started getting annoyed 
And then I had this moment, I don't know if you've ever experienced this, where like I got so mad that I was like, you know what? Like I am going to get through these waves if it takes all I have. So I started... (laughs) it was really shallow where I was because there was like a sandbar and I started like storming through the water with my board I was like shoving it forward I like a wave would like hit me and I was like no like I'm standing my ground so I start like pushing through the waves I'm so annoyed and I finally finally get to this point where I see this really nice wave coming towards me and I'm like okay this is my moment so I like literally you guys this is how beginner I am still I wasn't even on my board at this point because I like still take so long to turn around when I'm trying to catch a wave and I turn my board I lift my board out of the water turn it around to face the shore and I get on as fast as I can I start paddling with all my life I'm so angry I'm so annoyed I'm like I'm going to get this wave it takes everything I have and I like stand up and I rode to the shore and it was amazing and then I got off the board and I was like you know what I was like this is why people are obsessed with surfing because yes it kind of sucks trying to get like out far into the water with the waves like hitting your face but the feeling of catching a wave is so fun that I was like oh my gosh I'm gonna do this again so anyways my little point of the story is I really learned the power of perseverance and sometimes it just takes some extra oomph to get through those hurdles in your life. So if you're feeling like discouraged or whatever, you feel like it's really hard in your life right now, come on, just give it a little extra oomph. Give it some, give it just like some, I don't know, like angry energy, whatever. I just, you know that energy where you're so like, I'm over this, like I'm going to freaking make this happen. Give it that energy. Okay. So that's my little life story there. Anyways, I'm obsessed with surfing and I'm going to buy a board probably today. I found this really cute one at the surf shop I've been going to. It's pink and I really want to get it. So Surfer Girl Cali is going to become a thing and I'm really excited about this. I feel like I don't know, having new things in life, like new hobbies where I truly zone out and I don't think about anything going on except for that exact present moment. That's a good hobby. And that's what surfing has been doing for me. And also longboarding has been really fun, like longboarding on a skateboard. I feel like those are two things, like because I'm still really new at both of those things, I'm super focused on doing the actual activity that I don't think about like any of my problems in my day-to-day life and all that stuff. So that's a little food for thought there. Also, guys, I'm currently obsessed with this new app called Lemon 8. If you guys haven't already seen it or downloaded it, I don't know if it's available worldwide. Anyways, go follow me. It's my username is Callie Jardine. It's my full name. And you guys, I'm like obsessed with it. It's so fun. I don't know what it is, but like maybe it's because it's such a new app that I don't feel any like weird pressure to like be anything. I'm just kind of like being myself and just like posting whatever I want, which has been really fun. And I've been posting kind of like a lot of balanced wellness, just kind of dumping my thoughts down onto this app. And I just, I love it so far. I feel like that creativity is coming back. And I haven't really talked a lot about this, but I definitely have been feeling some burnout with social media in the past year. Kind of feeling like there's just not a lot of, I feel like there's just a lot of like trends and I feel like everyone's kind of molding into each other. Anyways, I got that app and I was feeling kind of similarly. I was like, everyone's so aesthetic on this app. Like I'm kind of comparing myself. So I started just posting realness on it and I was like, I'm just going to be myself. I'm going to dump my thoughts down and it's kind of scary sometimes when you feel like you're the odd one out posting the stuff that people don't want to say, but it makes a big difference in the world. So anyways, go follow me on that app and I would love to have you part of my little community. I have like 200 followers. It's very small still and I love it. So you guys go join it. And 
okay let's get to the episode i think that's like all the life updates i have so far easter is in two days and i'm really excited because i've never gone to easter at my new church i've been going to and my new church is like oh it's amazing it's very like holy spirit filled and just so fun and i love it and so i'm really pumped for easter anyways i'd love to know what you guys are up to for easter so dm me on my instagram healthy be human pod and let me know what you're up to okay guys I am going to get into my testimony. So I sometimes open up about my faith on the podcast. I still feel like I don't know what it is, but I think sometimes I get a little nervous to open up about my faith and I I don't know why, but I'm going to open up about it today. And I felt really inspired to open up about my story a little bit more just because I, I've kind of like touched on it. And I was listening to another podcast yesterday that I'm obsessed with. It's called Happy and Healthy. It's by Janine Amapola. Hopefully I'll, I can like get this girl on our show because she's really cool and I look up to her. But she shared her testimony and I was like, I want to share my testimony too on my podcast because it really helped. Her testimony helped me a lot and was really inspiring. And a lot of you guys will like DM me and be like, hey, I like relate to what you've been saying about like how you got back into your faith and I don't really know where to start. And so I just kind of want to like go over everything I've done. Also, like I just want to put it out there that if you aren't a Christian or you believe something totally different, like I just, I still invite you to listen to this episode because I don't know, I think it's interesting to hear like every, like what people believe in and kind of just like hear stories. Stories are really inspiring and empowering. And so I just want you to feel welcome regardless of what you believe. Okay, guys. So also, just putting it out there, please don't, like, judge me. I mean, you can, I mean, if you judge me, whatever. But, like, I just, I'm going to get really vulnerable. So, whew, let's do this thing, guys. Okay, guys. So, here's the, here's the beginning of the story. Basically, I grew up in a Christian household my whole life. It was very, like, Southern conservative Christian culture. My Like, when I was probably up until... Like, my sophomore year of high school is when I last lived in Texas. So, okay, just a little background on me if you haven't really, like, listened to my podcast. I grew up, or I was born in Midland, Texas, which is, like, West Texas, kind of middle of nowhere vibes, like, deserty vibes. Cowboy vibes. There we go. Cowboys and cactuses. Cacti. <laughs> and I moved to Canada when I was two years old, and then I lived there for like nine years, I think, eight or nine years. And then I moved to Houston, Texas when I was 10. And then I lived there for like five or six years. Yeah, six years. And then I moved to Pittsburgh when I was 16 or 17. And then from there, I went to college in Miami. And then from Miami, I moved to New York City. And then from New York, I was nomadic. And then <laughs> after I was nomadic, I moved to Florida. And I live in South Florida now in a small little surf town. Okay, so I've moved a lot in my entire life. And that's, everyone's always like, wait, what does your family do? Like, why'd you move so much? And my dad worked in oil and gas and yeah, we just moved a lot. And honestly, it was tough, but it really shaped me into who I am today. And I'm really like thankful for it looking back. But anyways, I was raised primarily in a very like Texas conservative vibe. And I was, I remember like when I first accepted Christ into my heart I was I think I was like eight years old or something I remember very distinctly I was in my like I (laughs) this is gonna sound so weird you guys but in Canada my family lived in a little bungalow house it was really small and there was technically only one bedroom but the basement downstairs was finished and my mom made it look really cute and nice and like painted cute like stripes on the wall and all this stuff and so me and my sister lived in the basement which sounds really weird but I promise it was normal 
And then I was in the basement <laughs> about to go to sleep. And I remember accepting Christ into my heart. And when I prayed and accepted him into my heart, I remember feeling like extreme chills all over my body. It was like a really like cool, like excitement. Like I felt like the Holy Spirit and I was really, really amped up. I was like, this is awesome. So that excitement for my faith lasted for probably through high school. I was really on fire for the Lord. I remember sometimes being like the odd one out. I kind of, okay, just like backtrack a little bit. Living in Canada, I didn't really have a lot of, what's the word? I wasn't really exposed to a lot of kind of like materialistic things. So that means like I, when I moved to Texas when I was 10, I was really kind of in a culture shock because a lot of the kids my age were obsessed with like brand name stuff, like Vera Bradley, John Hartbags, all that stuff. And I remember I was like, what's that? Like, I've really never cared about what I'm wearing. Like, I just like cute stuff, whatever. So I remember being exposed and feeling very like kind of like the odd one out. It was a really big culture shock moving back to the U.S. And that left me kind of with no friends. I had a couple of friends in, I remember fifth grade, I had like one friend named Gracie and we were literally like, it was like us, like all of that year. And I just remember I was really on fire for the Lord and I was kind of like that weird kid that was just like super, super like amped up and didn't really have anything in common with anyone else. So that was kind of like my experience through high school. And I was like used to kind of having no friends. It kind of sucked, but I also like, I didn't really care that much, I guess. But I was like very content with kind of being like the lone wolf, having a couple of friends, whatever. But then when I went to high school is kind of when things started to change. I went to a new high school in Texas and I remember my freshman year, I had this awesome, awesome friend group of friends. I loved them. Like they were so fun. It was like my first time having a real like friend group and I was super, I went to a Christian private school and I remember I was still really on fire for the Lord. And then I got my first boyfriend. Okay, (laughs) so my first boyfriend, he was, I don't know if he, I don't think he was a Christian, but he just was very, he kind of started to expose me to a lot of the things that I wasn't used to. So he exposed me to like, sorry, mom, if you're listening to this, my mom listens to the podcast. So maybe turn it off. (laughs) Anyways, he exposed me to like a lot of like physical things that I wasn't used to. And I started kind of like, I don't know. I started kind of like falling down this weird like path with like, I don't know, like physical, like sexual stuff. And as a result, I started to kind of start to resist church more and more. I remember also my church was very, I like, one backtrack even a little bit more I remember in middle school a lot of the people so I, like I said I was a very like lone wolf kind of person and I felt very like excluded a lot of the times from the people in my grade and I didn't feel like I really fit in that well and also in Canada I didn't I left out that I was bullied by these two girls really bad and it was it was really tough so there was a lot of kind of like weird like bullying stuff that went on in my life in school and we'll get more into that but Anyways, I just remember like seeing all these people who were so-called Christians and were like the strong Christians, whatever. They were all going to church. They were all like the Bible girlies and they were really freaking mean. 
on the other side. So I remember being like, wait, this doesn't make any sense. Like, why is everyone at church so fake? Like, this is just doesn't feel good. So I started to really resist church for two reasons. For that reason, and also I was really exposed to kind of like more of just like the world society stuff. And I just was like, I don't know, even the messages at church were just, I don't know, very like shameful. Like, I remember feeling really shamed about like sex and like alcohol and like all that stuff. And it made me like really resist it. So I don't know. (laughs) I don't know how to go into more details about that. But okay, moving along, moving along. My brain is like in all sorts of directions right now. So it was my sophomore year of high school is when I was also figure skating for like my whole life. I left out a very big chunk of my story, but I was a competitive figure skater for all pretty much all of my life. I started skating when I was two years old. I stopped skating when I was like in junior year of high school. So it's when I started dating my first boyfriend is when I started losing interest in skating and when I started losing interest in God. I started to become really obsessed with having a boyfriend. And it was when it was like my sophomore year of high school, I had to go to a different school. I went to a public school and that was really, really tough because I also had like no friends there. I remember I had one friend and we'd sit in the library during lunch because we had no other friends. It was, it was tough, you guys. So if you don't have any friends, I have been there a lot and I feel you. So you're not alone in that struggle. But it was then after that year, my family ended up moving to Pittsburgh. So Pittsburgh is a whole beast of its own. I, it was my junior year of high school and I remember moving to Pittsburgh and I was going to try out to be a cheerleader. So I remember I tried out, I got on varsity, literally no one got cut from varsity. So I don't even know, but I got on, I got on you guys. And I'll have to like pull out my old cheer videos cause they're so freaking funny. And it, it's actually hysterical to watch them. But basically in Pittsburgh, that school I went to was super, super, super toxic with a capital T. And I remember I hadn't even started school yet. I just moved to Pittsburgh. I didn't know, like I knew like one person, like I knew the girls on my team. And then I was friends with like a couple people, I guess. I remember there was a group chat that was started about me. This is before school even started called Callie is a C word. And I remember being like, I literally don't get it. Like, what is wrong with me? Like, I don't understand. Like, why do I just not fit in? And it was then from there, I realized I wanted to do everything I could to fit in and to be cool and to be popular. And I was sick of not fitting in. So I got involved in the wrong crowd of people. I remember I met this one friend who she's a really sweet person, but we ended up getting into a lot of trouble together. We hung out with these guys who were just really bad news. And that was my first start getting into partying, into drinking. I started to drunk drive and I didn't realize how bad that was. I started to get into... (laughs) My mom is totally listening to this episode. I I um, I started to get into drugs. I smoked weed. I remember I was really into like this one guy and I would do literally whatever it took to get him to like me and it was really really bad I remember I had really low body image and self-esteem issues um I just wanted to do everything I could to make people like me and at a fault so 
basically at this point, I was really falling out of my faith with God. I don't, I think I was still like, my parents still went to church on Sunday. So I still went with them to church, but I just didn't really like, I was just very far gone. If that makes sense. Like I was very just distracted by other things, wanting to make people happy, wanting to make people like me, all this stuff. So I remember it was, it was New Year's of that year. And I was the DD and I remember I was driving my friends and we went to this one party and basically I was drinking and I thought that the more water I would drink the less drunk I would be so I could be fine to drive home which is totally not true that's not how that works anyways I remember driving my friends home and I got home that night thankfully somehow there's like everyone was safe everyone was good I got home that night and I went to the bathroom and I threw up and my mom, I remember she came in and also for reference, I'd been like sneaking around lying about where I was, what I was doing, who I was with, all this stuff. And I thought I was like so good at it. And my mom caught me that night. And I remember that night was one of the worst nights of my life. She took my phone away and basically found out everything about my life, everything that I was doing, who I was going, who I was with, like all this stuff. And it was truly one of the most traumatic nights of my life. Anyways, thankfully that night happened because that night led to me, one, being grounded, (laughs) but two, having a change of direction in my life. And I started, it wasn't like the epiphany that like got me to like have this miraculous life change, but it did help me to stop hanging out with the wrong crowd. And I started to run with some people that were, that were better. Anyways, moving along. Eventually I became ungrounded and I actually made some solid friends and I was still really like iffy in my relationship with God, but I was just like kind of, I honestly was just, this was a period in my life where I was really struggling with like mental health, body image stuff. I had kind of, I quit skating. I decided to stop skating and I just was not doing too hot. I was also struggling with like overexercising, fat diets, all that jazz. This was that period in my life where I was just, that was probably like the worst period of my life to be completely honest. Anyways, I ended up graduating school a year early and going to college. I was over high school. I went to three high schools in three years and I was like, I'm done with this. Like I am literally going to college and that is that. So anyways, I went to school in Miami. I went to the University of Miami and honestly started off that year so good. I remember it was such a fun first semester. I had a friend group on my floor. I remember I was going out all the time, partying, having fun, but it just didn't ever feel like really like me. I remember I, the first week of school, I partied for like two, no, two weeks straight, you guys, 14 days in a row. My eyes turned bloodshot red, you guys. And I remember in that moment, I was like, I feel terrible. Like this isn't me, but I would still party here and there. I just kind of like toned it back a little bit. Anyways, I started dating this guy in college and honestly, I don't know. I was just so surrounded by people who didn't believe in God and who didn't really grow up with the same values that I grew up that I just kind of for the next four years of my life. I had just completely disconnected from the version of myself that was in elementary school, middle school, who was on fire for the Lord. I would party, I would do all these things, and I was better than I was in high school and like junior year of high school, but I still felt very like, I just would struggle a lot with my mental health. I would struggle with anxiety, I would struggle with depression, I just wasn't doing too hot. 
all the time. It's kind of like a roller coaster, if that makes sense. Anyways, okay, fast forward to after school. It's my, I stayed in Miami after school for a year and I ended up working for this public relations agency. So I remember it was a remote position. I was working from home all the time. And I was also really building up Sweaty Studio, my business. So I was doing that on the side as like as doing a full-time job. And it was in October of, I think it was like 2021, I guess. And I remember I broke up with my ex from college. And this led me to absolute spiral. So I had spiraled my junior year of high school. And I spiraled again in my year after college. I remember I started struggling with a lot more anxiety. I was, I would cry and have panic attacks like every single day. I remember I was starting to struggle a lot with my relationship with food. I wasn't eating enough food. I remember I was partying a ton, a ton more, you guys. And also I was feeling really, really tempted to get back into vaping. I also didn't mention this, but when I was in high school in that really bad phase of my life, I was into vaping. Like I vaped a lot. And anyways, I stopped vaping and thankfully I didn't get back into it. I remember it was like, I think it was, I don't know what day it was, but I was going downstairs to go buy myself a jewel and I ran into my friend on the street who's like really into health and wellness and we were talking and anyways, I ended up going to Publix instead and getting a poke bowl. So that was a moment where like I started to see God like coming back into my life in little different ways. So around this period of my time of my life, when I started to really struggle, I remember seeing on this one girl's Instagram story, Meredith Good, she posted this devotional and the devotional was by Sadie Robertson called Live on Purpose. And it is to this day, my devotional I use every day. It is really good for letting go of your fear and following God. It's really awesome for if you're struggling with anxiety, stuff like that. So I was like, that looks actually really interesting. Like I never, just for reference, you guys, like during all of this stuff, I never really stopped believing that there was God. I never stopped believing in God. I just didn't really know. I felt very confused. I also left out a very large part of my story. So I want to backtrack a little bit, you guys. So the May before, like, okay, the year I was going to graduate college, it was like the spring semester. I got really into astrology. So I remember I went to this one trip in LA and I did a lot of things with astrology. Like I'm not even going to talk about it, but it was just like weird stuff. And I definitely had a lot of like really cool spiritual experiences, but I will say now that I've experienced like astrology versus God, like Christianity and God, I will say that I have felt powers from both of them and God is so much stronger and so much more powerful. So anyways, during my astrology phase, I got really into spirituality and I was really into like manifestation stuff. I was into crystals, all that stuff. And I remember it was kind of the first time I was like dabbling in something that wasn't Christianity. I mean, I'd grown up all my life in a Christian household and I'd never really like experienced like other religions, I guess, or other beliefs. So I started trying this new thing and I will say in the weirdest way ever, it kind of led me back to God. And I know that sounds super weird and people are gonna be like, what? But it definitely like because I started getting back into like spirituality and faith, whatever, I started to, in the weirdest way ever, I started to like, like, I don't know. I started to think about God again, if that makes sense. Like I hadn't really been thinking about him, but then when I started getting into this weird phase of my life, I started to think about him again. 
okay fast forward it was still like when I was kind of in my like spirituality phase in my life I saw this devotional and I was like very curious because I was like so like in touch with like energy and like all that stuff and I was like oh cool like let's see what this is so I ordered the devotional still believing there was God I still believed in him but I was like extremely just confused at this point I was feeling really confused and I was like you know what, like I am on my own journey to figure out what I believe. I've been told this my entire life and I just, I want to like rebuild my relationship with God, but I want to do it me and God. Like I don't want to have all this like church stuff in between yet. I was so like, I just had an ick with church from growing up in the Southern culture my whole life. So I was like very against church, but I was not against God. Okay, does that make sense? So I got this devotional and I started to do it. And around this time is when I actually met John, who is my now fiance. No. Oh my gosh, you guys. I totally just like messed that up. I did not just meet him. Let's even backtrack. Okay. John, my now fiance, he and I and him met in high school, freshman year at that Christian private school I went to. Okay. So me and John reconnected. That's the better word to use around this time. And John is a believer and basically... At this time, though, he, like, was also in a weird place of his life, and we reconnected, and it was cool because he came down to Miami, and we went to church for the first time, but what was super cool about this moment, going to church for the first time, this is after I've kind of been, like, doing this devotional, kind of, like, dipping my toes back into Christianity and into my relationship with God, is that I remember I was teaching a class with Free People Movement that day, and I had a friend named Chanel. Shout out Chanel. She's super cool, tennis player, whatever. She invited me to go to this church with her called VU, and I didn't know Chanel was a Christian. I was like, okay, that's like cool, I guess. Like, maybe I'll go check it out. Very like iffy about church still because I had such a weird experience with it growing up. And that same week, you guys, I think, okay, wait, wait. I think it was even that same day or the next day. I had another friend who didn't even know Chanel named Rachel. Shout out Rachel. I love you so much. She invited me to go to VU as well. And I was like, okay, this is kind of weird. Like my two friends who I didn't know were both Christians invited me to go to the same church in the same week. So I, so John's in town visiting me and I'm like, hey, John, do you want to go to church? He hadn't really been going to church himself. He kind of like, it's his own story to tell. But we were like, let's like go. Let's like try this out, whatever. We go. And you guys, like this church, literally this service, like it, every single thing that was said was like, I felt like it was spoken directly to me. It was so applicable to how I was feeling, how my life was. And I was like, there is no way God is not real. Like there's no way that this is just a coincidence or randomness. The fact that my two friends who didn't even know each other invited me to go to the same church the same week. And this sermon is literally to a T how I'm like everything I'm experiencing right now and going through. It was really, really, really cool. And I remember after that church service is when I really started to dive into my relationship with God further. It was the fact that I was surrounded by other Christians who believed in the same things I wanted to get back into. It was also the fact that I started to date this guy who also, 
he believed in God and he was also Christian. So I started having a more of a Christian community around me instead of just having people who believed in like spirituality and all this other stuff. Like I still have those friends. I still love those friends so dearly, but it really helped me having people who had similar values and beliefs in my close circle. So anyways, I started to get into my relationship with God and it was really small how he did it. I was still a little bit kind of like on the edge, I guess, just because I had weird experiences, but I started every morning in my morning routine doing this devotional. I started praying to God in the morning. I would just like, and if you're kind of like, what do I even pray about? Like kind of think of it like this. God is, God is a father. He's your father. And how would you talk to your father? Like, how would you have a conversation with him? It, that's how I talk to God. Like, I just have a conversation with God and I'm just like, hey God, like I also, for when I like preference this too, giving thanks to God is really huge. Like if you're already into gratitude stuff, like this is a game changer. Like I'll pray in the morning and I'll be like, thank you for, thank you for giving me my dog. Thank you for this food you've provided for me. Thank you for the beautiful weather. Like, okay, that's like an example. And then I'll just start to talk to him. I'll be like, hey God, like, I right now I'm kind of struggling with confidence like I just I just prayed like kind of like just comfort me and give me some strength and like just help me kind of know how to improve my confidence or whatever it's like an example just like little conversations like that is kind of how I started to get back into my faith and I started to listen to church podcasts online I listened to VU on Spotify and kind of like dip my toes back into it because I was still so like skeptical of church just because I had weird experiences like I said before I didn't like trust pastors I was like I feel like they're just fake and like are just saying stuff and then doing the opposite thing so for me it was really hard the hardest part of getting back to my faith was healing my relationship with church and trusting that the church I was going to was actually what it says and actually practicing what it was talking about and really solid people who weren't in it for money whatever so I start getting back into all this stuff. And at the same time, John starts to go to this church in New York City called Church of the City. So when I'd go up to New York to visit him, I, I don't know when the first time was that we went to this church together, but we went to this church together and it was once again, one of those things where it was like, whoa, everything is super, super, super applicable to my life. Like this is really, really cool. Like I feel like God's speaking to me kind of stuff. And it was where I started to get first introduced to the Holy Spirit and into kind of more of like this spiritual realm of Christianity. So I want to just put it out there that in the church I went to growing up, they didn't like talk about the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit is one of those things where the belief, like what I believe is that, so Jesus died on the cross for our sins. And when you accept Jesus into your heart, you have the Holy Spirit in you. The Holy Spirit is basically it's kind of just it's like the Holy Spirit. I don't even know how to explain it that well. I'm like totally butchering this. But anyways, the Holy Spirit is kind of how like you hear God speak to you and stuff and like helps you have like direction and whatever. I don't even know how to explain it. But anyways, this church started talking more about the Holy Spirit. So remember when I told you about like when I accepted Christ into my heart, how I felt like the chills and like really like all that stuff. So that like once I started learning more about the Holy Spirit, I realized like that was the Holy Spirit I was feeling. So the Holy Spirit is really, really powerful. And like we'll get more into this. But anyways, at this New York church, I started to really learn more about the Holy Spirit. And I learned that there's all these different spiritual gifts and I learned about prophetic words and speaking in tongues and healings and all this stuff and it was like I remember one time me and John were we weren't in town to go to church but 
we were watching church of the city on i think it was like youtube or something and this was the first time i'd ever at church seen someone like i'd ever heard about someone getting healed in like modern day times like in the bible it talks about people getting healed all the time but i didn't realize like that still happened today so example is like someone went up in church and had people pray over his like broken leg and ended up walking out of that church without his cast on like totally fine and you're probably like wait what but yes so I was the same way I was like wait what did I hear that right (laughs) but you guys it was when I moved down to Florida so basically this is a long story but my testimony is kind of long but I hope you're enjoying it anyways I eventually moved to New York City from Miami and I moved in with John and we started going to church of the city more regularly and I got plugged into a community group there and I was for the first time being like whoa it's really cool to have people in my life who are Christians and who aren't judgmental Christians like these are really cool like loving understanding accepting people and also guys just so you guys like are aware in a lot of the times like in Christianity like it's looked like people like living with someone before you're married is very like looked down on and I remember feeling like initially when I tell people yeah I live with my boyfriend I felt like shame but then I realized like that was not from them that was like literally from the enemy but these people still love me and accepted me anyways and that was what was really really cool is just seeing them like meet people where they were and I was like whoa like this is actually a very accepting community like this is really really cool so it was in new york city that i started to once again start i was still struggling with my anxiety and stuff like in miami and then when i moved to new york i continued to still struggle with my anxiety but it got worse you guys it got so so much worse and i think a lot of it was the fact that new york is a very fast-paced environment and i just felt always on edge and so i started to struggle with anxiety i was having social anxiety as well i would find myself i wasn't leaving my apartment that frequently i wouldn't really see people my age like i just kind of was like in my little hole of an apartment and on the computer having weird like parasocial relationships online but not actually seeing people in person so I started to struggle a lot with social anxiety I remember I went to this one concert in New York City and it was Fred again this really fun DJ and it was for John's birthday he had tickets and I remember I went to this concert and I left after five minutes you guys and I remember like this is one of those times where I'm like wow that was very selfish of me because that was John's birthday But just for reference, like you guys, I was really, really not okay at this concert. I walked in and I remember like looking at people and I was just like comparing myself to them. And I started feeling super, super anxious and super claustrophobic. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I need to get out of here as soon as I can. And it was like really, really scary. Like how it was really scary. So I called myself an Uber and got home. And if you struggle with social anxiety, like I've been there and I know how hard it is and you can get, you can get over it. Like you can get through it and heal it and it's possible. So I remember I get home and I was just sobbing. Like I was like, why am I like this? Why, why does this anxiety like control my life? Like, why is this so hard? I was like, I hate it here. Why did I move to New York city? All this stuff. And it was really, really, really hard, you guys. And I remember also just just for like I'll even a backtrack because I feel like there's so many little details in my story I'm leaving out in April so I moved to New York City it was June of 2022 and in April I decided to stop drinking officially so this is like a whole other part of the story I kind of left out when I was in Miami I was really struggling a lot with partying still and 
I was I was also kind of abusing I was also like kind of having like substance abuse problems so I remember it was in April I decided to officially just stop drinking and I didn't like who I was becoming when I was drinking alcohol. I remember I'd have like really like happy mood spikes and then I would drop really fast and be really emotionally not okay and like it just wasn't I also was getting super hungover and all this stuff and yeah so I stopped drinking officially. I was like I'm done with that and moving to New York City not drinking it was really I found that was like something that was very challenging for me and I talk more about this in my episode on being sober in your 20s so you could like listen to that for more details on kind of like what it was like and how I navigate that because I still to this day I'm not drinking will I drink in the future I don't know but right now I'm still just not drinking but anyways when I moved to New York and stopped drinking that was another thing I lied to myself all the time and I was like no one wants to be my friend because I'm not drinking all this stuff so in New York I had a lot of lies running through my head I had a lot of mental health struggles and eventually me and John moved out of New York City we broke our lease after like five months and it was one of those moments where It was like there was no reason why breaking the lease should have been so easy, but they only kept our security deposit and that was it. And we were able to break the lease, move out in like several days. And it was so easy, which to me was like that was very aligned and very right. So we ended up moving and we went on a nomadic road trip for a month and we drove to the West Coast. And I remember that was like a very pivotal moment of my life is when we were on this road trip because I realized like we were running away from how like all of these things that we we're running away from our problems basically. And it wasn't until we got to Florida and settled down and rented a house here that we went to this church and it was Holy Spirit led. So just for the reference, I had been really struggling with my anxiety, right? And like my depression and all that stuff had been controlling me for super, super long at this point. So we go to this church and it's very Holy Spirit led. And I remember the first time we went there, I was like, whoa, this is insane. Like I've never been to a church like this hyped for Jesus. (laughs) And people were like, just like dancing and like, just like partying during the worship. Like it was super fun. And I was like, wait, this was amazing. Like this was super cool. So the next week we went back. I'd never experienced anything like this before, except for I had been introduced to the Holy Spirit in New York City, but not to this like level, I guess. So I went to the church again the next week. And I remember they invited people up at the altar ministry they had for healing. They were like, if anyone here is struggling with their like mental health and they would need like prayer, like come up. And I remember my heart was just like beating out of my chest like it was pounding I was so nervous I was like oh my gosh like I feel like I'm being called to go do this and be prayed for but like I'm so nervous to go up to the front by myself whatever so it was funny because John actually went up at the same time as me and it wasn't planned like we both went up individually but it was like we both like went it was really cool and I remember having this woman pray over me for anxiety and depression and she just did not like she just broke all of these chains I was experiencing I literally felt when she prayed over my anxiety to go away um I literally felt this like thing release off of my head it's so hard to explain it but I just felt this thing like release its grip on me and it was just like it was like fighting to hold on to me but the more she prayed like the more was like releasing I remember I was like sobbing like it was really an emotional just like moment I just felt like the presence of God so strongly and it was after that day 
And after that prayer that we literally, like I didn't feel anxiety for so, for like months. Like I felt like a totally new healed person and it was like, whoa, this is freaking real. I definitely had struggled with my doubts with the Lord before. I think that's pretty common, but it was kind of like having this such a powerful moment and experience and seeing all this stuff I'd never experienced before. I was like, this is what it was like in the New Testament in the Bible. Like this is crazy. So that was a really pivotal moment and it was so cool. And so after that, like I definitely felt a lot of doubt with the church like that all that old trust was kind of coming back up I was like I don't know like what I believe like I don't know if this is a cult <laughs> I don't know oh whatever I was like having my doubts and it was really cool because I would have my quiet time with the Lord still like every single day and every sermon not every but most of the sermons that I'd like go and listen to would talk about a verse that I had revealed to me during that week so like when I pray I ask like I invite the Holy Spirit into me into the room and then I'm like just like Lord like speak to me however you want in the Bible and sometimes I'll feel like I'll like hear like a book in my head and I'll like open to it and start reading and it's so crazy because like every single time like I would kind of like read a, like a verse like or whatever I'd read like out of like very not random books but books of the bible like I typically wouldn't read out of and I remember one time it was like Genesis I read like all this stuff like all these stories I had never read in my life and that week at church it was literally the talking about that story I'd read and I was like whoa okay that's crazy then literally it happened again and again and it was happening to John too like same thing and I I remember like it's just been like gradual time. My trust has really started to build. Like I've started to form community in this church. I've started to make friends in this church. I've started to have like more and more like, like miracles and healing and like seeing people be healed and like hearing all these people's testimonies and stuff that like it has been this really cool thing of just seeing my faith like increase to how it was when I was in elementary school and middle school and I just accepted Christ into my heart. So anyways, here I am today and I definitely, definitely still have my struggles. And I think a lot of the times like you'll hear people's testimonies and it has like a little bow on, on top and it's like, and I'm like, I'm like this whole new person, all this stuff. I am definitely a new person, you guys. Like if you saw me this year versus last year, you'd be like, whoa, she has had a huge shift in her life. I mean, even if you listen to the podcast, if you listen to old, old episodes, I don't even know what I'm saying on those episodes because I've just changed so much in the past year. But I think what I'm trying to say is that like with my testimony, it's it's just life like moves in ways. And I think there's like a lot of times people become Christians and or believe in God, whatever, and are like super on fire. And then something bad happens in their life and they're like, wait, I don't even like, like there's no way that's real. And I'm just here to say that like, just because you become a Christian and accept God into your heart and Jesus into your heart, all this stuff, like it doesn't mean that life is going to be rainbows and sunshine. It just means that it's like you have a father and you have, you and God are like a team. And when things get really hard, it's like leaning and pressing into God and like really just following and listening to him. And 
it's just really cool because like I've just seen in my life like when I've gone through those tough seasons and I've pressed in on God and I've really just like leaned in close instead of drawing away from him it's like he always makes everything work out eventually and I like to compare life as waves like you're gonna have ups you're gonna have downs but in the end of the day like it's all going to work out and it doesn't always make sense I also get really annoyed when I'm like I hear people be like everything's gonna work out like like everything happens for a reason, all that stuff. And like, I know it's cliche. I know it can be really annoying to hear that when you're going through it in the moment, but like it does, everything does work out. And like looking back on my life, I mean, I obviously didn't include a lot of details in my life. Like there's some things like I just didn't say because I just, I don't know. Like sometimes I think it doesn't matter like the details of what you say. Like it's more about like the actual, just kind of like story and message. I don't know. But point of the story is that everything in my life all of those ups and downs all those bad decisions I made like God still used those things to like lead me to where I am today I mean he literally met me in the middle of like following like a totally different like religion he still met me there and he still used people in my life to bring me back to him and so I just like want to encourage you that if you feel like God just has been ignoring you or you feel like God hasn't like you haven't really had that wow experience with God like he's it, like just because you haven't had like a crazy healing thing happen yet it doesn't mean that he hasn't been trying to like communicate with you and I think that sometimes people always ask me like how do you know when God's talking to you and I'm still figuring this out because sometimes I'm like is it my mind saying this or is it God saying this and what I'm realizing is that God speak to us, speaks to us in very, very, very interesting ways. He's spoken to me before through people, like when he had two people ask, invite me to the same church. He's spoken to me through sermons. He speaks to me through the Bible all the time. He speaks to me through devotionals. He speaks to me in my mind. Like there's so many different moments where he can be trying to talk to you. And I think what people get wrong is that maybe they're trying to listen and hear him. But I've found when I hear him the best is when I rid myself of all distractions is and when I'm very just like focused on him and nothing else. So if I'm filling all my time with listening to music or listening to podcasts or like talking to my friends, I never have a time in my day where it's just like a pause from life and I'm just like zoned into God. Like my quiet time is that moment. It's hard for me sometimes to hear him speaking because he doesn't yell at you. He usually whispers at you. So Anyways, I hope this really did help you. And if you have any questions about anything faith related or ever like want to talk to me about like whatever, I'm here for you. You can always message me on Instagram at healthy be human pod. And also, yeah, just please like message me. Like I love talking to you guys. And into the day, like I am seriously like maybe we're internet strangers, whatever, but like I am here to be a friend. I'm here to be someone who can help you in your life because I wish like when I'd been going through it and when I'd been like really confused and what I believed and like all this stuff, like I wish I had someone to talk to. So anyways, I just, I just want to encourage you and I want to encourage you that you are here for a beautiful, beautiful reason and no, God does not he is not ignoring you. He has not turned his back on you. Like he, he wants you, he wants to have a relationship with you. And I, I realized when I realized that it like changed my entire life and it made me feel really just full of purpose again. It made me feel like so loved and so just amazing. So anyways, 
I encourage you to press into the Lord. I encourage you to, if you're wanting to start your journey with God and relationship with God, I would definitely get Sadie Robertson's devotional Live on Purpose. It's seriously like incredible. And also just start reading the Bible. Get a version of the Bible you can understand. I have the NIV version. There's other versions that are even easier to read. And just start reading the New Testament. When I started reading Matthew, it I just read all the Gospels first. And then I, from there, started reading whatever the Lord was calling me to read. But I would say start with the Gospels. And also, you don't have to spend an hour a day with God. I mean, that's awesome if you can spend an hour a day with God. But like, you can even just have a five-minute prayer or quiet time with him. And then you can even talk to him just throughout the day, like in your mind. So anyways, I just want to encourage you. And you are so loved and you're so special. And I'm so thankful that you are here and that you're listening to this podcast. And I hope this helped you and just in some sort of way, shape, or form. So if you love the podcast, be sure to leave a rating. It helps us reach more people around the world and spread more light and love. And also just once again, feel free to reach out anytime. I will see you next week. Have the best day ever. Stay sweaty, keep shining and being healthy, be human. I will see you next time. Bye.